Do you desire to turn your passion into income? Connect with other creative souls who also dance to the beat of their own drum? I'm Marie Nicole and I'm devoted to combining beauty, uniqueness and connection in everyday living experiences. As a creative professional and Dharma coach, I help people connect to the truth of who they are and facilitate them in embodying their uniqueness. It is my hope in this podcast that I inspire you to live your life on your terms and earn your income through being uniquely you. After all, it's the unique thread that we each contribute to the collective tapestry that creates the whole. I was describing to somebody recently what this part of my journey has been like, going through quite a significant transition from what was into what will be, and I'd like to paint a picture for you through a visualisation. So close your eyes if you're able to. If you can't close your eyes, at least tap into your imagination. Now imagine you're on a train. You're in the regular carriage and you've been upgraded to first class. You walk through the door of the carriage and you find yourself in the void between the carriages, which swivels side to side. It's a little rocky underfoot, but you get glimpses of the first class carriage you're about to enter and it looks magical. Instead of metal and vinyl seats, they've got timber and leather, extra wide with more leg room. The fixtures of the carriage are all crafted beautifully. You can see a food cart with delectable delights and crystal glassware. Rather than the vending machine and plastic cup dispenser that was in the carriage you just exited, The anticipation of experiencing the rest of your trip in such a beautiful space is so alluring. But the train is moving so fast that your hand keeps rocking away from the door handle each time you reach to grasp it. So you stop and you centre yourself. You find your balance, you sway from side to side to the motion of the train until you're able to reach out and grasp that handle on the door to the next carriage and open it to walk through. Now open your eyes slowly and come back to where you are right now. For me, that's in the void. I'm still finding my balance. But I can certainly see glimpses of that next phase and stage of my life's journey, and it looks magical. This last week, I have experienced the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, in this transition process. I won't go into all of the details of the lowest of flows out of respect for the people involved, but I will say it relates more to what's taking place in the unravelling of a life that was, as married with two kids, now entering into this new phase of life, single with a teenager still at home, closing my commercial space to accommodate the shifts taking place around me. Announcing the closure of my retail store has opened up many conversations around how sad it is to see me letting go of something I so dearly loved and poured my heart and soul into. The same could be said for letting go of my marriage. But the universe has an interesting way of extracting us from a stagnancy. The experience of the opposite extremes, the highest of highs, the lowest of lows are actually what made me feel even more grateful for the highs. Much like the frequency shifts in music creates the melody, it's the frequency shifts in life that creates the magic. I'm not saying I wish upon anyone to experience the lowest of lows, 
But if you attract them and can find the beauty in that experience, then you can also enjoy the highest of highs. I've attracted many low vibe experiences in my lifetime. And previously, I would have distracted myself or suppressed the feelings, or I'd simply walk away from them. At times, I even just ran and didn't look back. This time, however, I've chosen to stay and sit in the feelings, let it pass through rather than shove it down into a pocket of my body to avoid feeling. I found myself earlier in the week, last week, thinking about what I knew would be a low vibe experience in that upcoming weekend dreading the thought of it. As it dredged up all of my thoughts around unworthiness, I justified in my head why I was it was all happening to me based on all of my flaws. And that was so confronting. So confronting that I decided to crack open a bottle of bubbly I'd not consumed over the festive season. I wanted to just wash down my feelings and not go there. But I did not enjoy drinking it at all. Here I was sipping on a beautiful bottle of sparkling wine and all I could taste was shame. Shame based around where I was in my life, how I ended up here and all of my failures. The next night I chose to just drink soda water with lemon and just do things to distract myself from those feelings. But there was still half a bottle of this sparkling wine left and I did not want it to go to waste. So the night after that I drank the rest. But again, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the experience at all. And it was interesting to notice that I actually enjoyed the soda water and lemon more than I did the wine. It had nothing to do with about feeling guilty around drinking. I'm not a big drinker and I do enjoy my wine. But it was the fact that I was in drinking not to feel. That's what made it unenjoyable for me. I wasn't drinking in the company of friends, enjoying stories and laughter. It was just about avoiding the real feelings I had going on inside. Now, later in the week, I had the last session of my singing course. And in that session, we wrote a song together. The process of doing this brought me so much joy, a real sense of joy. I had never written a song before. I used to make up silly songs all the time for my children. And in my childhood, I played the organ for our church and led in the singing at the beginning of service. I used to be a part of a traveling singing group in my youth. And then I was a member of the choir at university. I have always loved to sing. However, throughout my adult life, I suppressed that part of myself for many reasons. But part of which was I did not feel worthy. I did not feel like I knew enough about music to sing. My limited piano and organ playing skills were not enough to warrant me calling myself a musician and I had never had proper voice training so I didn't really know how to use my voice to create the magic that others around me created with theirs. So I stepped out of the limelight to let those who deserved it more to shine. But back to the last lesson of the singing course I'd taken. Going through the process of writing a song in collaboration with the rest of the course participants was truly enlivening. Singing our course anthem was so empowering. We were all there to support each other through connecting to our unique voice, expressing the essence of who we are through sound. The whole experience of this course was empowering. It released so much trapped emotions from places deep down inside of myself that my yoga practice have just never quite got to or dislodged. 
So on the day that I knew I would be experiencing one of my lowest of lows, I decided not to lock myself away and wallow in my sadness, loneliness and unworthiness. Instead, I chose to do a number of things that would balance out those feelings, doing things at the other end of the spectrum. First of all, number one, I started my day with a short yoga practice and then I spent time meditating, visualising a lotus flower blooming out of the mud. It helped that the day before I'd watched a video someone had shared on Instagram of that exact process. I was mesmerised by this clip and watched it over and over again, reminding myself that it's in the mud that the lotus flower forms and it reaches up to the light to bloom. Now, if I can find it, I'll share a link to that um, particular video in the show notes because it, it had such an impression on me. That's why I actually meditated on it the next morning. And the second thing I did was, as I chose my outfit for the day, I connected to the butterfly forming inside of me, imagining her wings forming. Because again, out of the muck is where the butterfly appears. Now I elected to wear um, something that floated and flowed and was giving me that feeling of floating through this difficult day like a butterfly. The third thing I did was organise to do something with someone that related to the potential offerings in the new phase of my business evolution. After closing my commercial space, you know, something that would provide me with hope that not all of the opportunities for my business would be lost with letting go of this commercial space. There were other options out there. And then the fourth thing I did was connect with the glimpses of that first carriage I could see through the window of the wobbly void. I spent time in the afternoon sitting outside in the paddock with my drum and my dogs singing our course anthem that we co-created. I see singing as a part of my next stage. I'm not exactly sure how or what, but I would love for it to be a part of the healing journey that I help guide other people through. And the fifth thing I did was I took it one step further. I decided to dare to suck publicly and I filmed myself singing this song. Even the parts where I forgot the words and muddled up the lines and tried again to get it right. And I'll share the link in the show notes to this so you can witness my daring to suck in the hope that it inspires you to dare to suck at something too. Do something purely for the joy and not from fear of failure. Doing these things that I chose to do that day was not a way to suppress my feelings. It was a way to balance out my emotional experience. Just as much as things happen in our life that really, truly suck, there are also experiences that we have that are really, truly elevating. And they don't always happen on the same day, but we can choose to make them happen for ourselves on the same day. Especially if we know ahead of time that something is coming up that we know is going to take us to the deep, dark depths of our pain, like I did. In business and in life, we experience highs and lows. What determines our destiny is how we choose to deal with them, respond to them, balance them. A big takeaway for me this past week was the frequency of experiencing the lowest lows makes experiencing the highest of highs even more magical. If we choose to operate at a monotone frequency, then we'll continue to live a nice life. But if we wish to reach the heights of our passions, we also need to be prepared to experience the depths of our pains.
Thank you so much for your time. I know how valuable it is and I hope you got value out of listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a coach to support and guide you through your own unique journey of creating a life you love, then reach out for a connection call. And if you'd like to connect with other creative souls in person by joining us at a workshop, a retreat, or to book a unique um, shopping experience here at Creators Nest, I run those by appointment. So check out the website for more details. The link is in the show notes. Oh, and please leave a review. I'd love to hear any insights or inspirations that were activated in you from this podcast. And I look forward to drumming, dancing, or soaring alongside of you.